Hello, hello. My name is April Malone with Yes, I Work From Home, and this is the podcast. Today I have Elton Curtis with me. And Elton was a coworker of mine, in a way, <laughs> until about yesterday. So yeah. we're going to talk about this story a little bit, and this is why we're here uh-huh. today. So, Elton, you know what? I'm going to let... I'm going to let you take the lead on this one. And why don't you tell us about your journey, where you started, where you have been recently, where you're going now. Okay. In terms of working from home, I've been doing it for a while. Um, it's been a while. Before last decade, we're talking maybe 2008, 2009. Hey, me too. Uh, but uh, that was just due to, you know, car issues and all of that. But in terms of like ESL, which is our connection, I've been working in ESL for the past four years. I started with Cambly because it was easy. I, um, I attained a new diploma to work as a teacher. That's my ultimate goal, to be a public speaking teacher. Mm. And uh, I wanted to get some teaching in, but also something I could do on the side. And Cambly just fell right into play. Could but, you take um, a second and just describe mm-hmm. what the structure of Cambly is for those who uh, are Cambly. Yes. not in this world? <clears throat> okay. Cambly is so much and so little at the same time. I don't know if you've worked for Cambly, but what Cambly, you have it? No. No, okay. I haven't. Well, <laughs> well, what Cambly is, is people, it's very easy. It's what people do is people who don't speak English as their first language, they call in and they talk to you. And it's just simple conversation. And what you do is you correct their English. So if they say something like, I go into the the store to get whatever, you say, I am going. And you you help them like that. Very simple, very easy. (laughs) I went to the Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You guide their grammar right then. It's very good. Now, the pay itself isn't anything you would want to use beyond a side gig though <laughs> but they pay weekly i still work with cambly kind of sort of <laughs> kind of like, that's the beauty of cambly you can start and stop whenever you want to so if anybody's watching this if you like man i need 50 dollars next week for something get on cambly it should be easy if you have that opportunity but um one of cambly's uh Cambly has a real good group, by the way, on Facebook. So join them. I'm infamous there, I think. <laughs> but uh, I think I'm inf- I think I'm famous and infamous everywhere. But um, one of the Cambly tutors I worked with, her and her sister, they're they're some of my good friends, uh, Shimona and Nirvana. I just asked Shimona because they both work for other companies. What uh, I would like to make more money, so. Is there, are there any other companies making more while I, you know, start to look for a teaching job? And Shimona, who is awesome, by the way, Nirvana is too. But um, I asked Shimona and Shimona said, she gave me a whole list of companies and she broke them down. I think Dada or say ABC, you know how many ABC this and ABC that companies are. I don't remember all of them. <laughs> Yep. But uh, she told me she works for Cedar, Sierra. I don't know if she still does. And I tutor. She told me about Tutor ABC, aka I tutor. Mm-hmm. And she 
told me so much. I was like, I have to work with this company. Yep. She talked about their longevity. Yep. She talked about how they stand by their, their teachers and the respect that students give you. And she, <laughs> it's funny that I'm saying this now. This was three years ago. Yep. But uh, she talked a lot about this. And Shimona is someone I buy into what she says mm -hmm. because she's not going to just steer me wrong. If she did, she could have said something else. But yep. no, she, she talked about I tutor very well, the flexibility, and also the pay. Yep. There's a little bit of a. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to yeah. that. <laughs> yes, we will. But she, she basically gave a really good glowing review of this company. And I said, this is the one I'm going to try for. I'm going to try some others, but this is it. Yeah. I did my research too. Uh, and I applied to them, to their company. And I, um, I, thanks to another friend of mine, shout out to Nikki K. Yep. She helped me with that process because Shimona knows her. And that's sort of how I know Nikki. And actually and she was my recruiter and my interviewer as well. Nikki K. Okay. Nikki didn't interview me though. She couldn't handle that. She would have probably quit because she would have <laughs> said he's too awesome. <laughs> but no, um, no. My interviewer, her name is Isabella. I don't know if she still works with the company or not. But um, it went well. Funny enough, there's another ESL company, very famous, and I recently applied to them, but I cut off the process. Ooh. I don't know if we're gonna say the name. I might work for them also, so. Maybe you do. Yeah, I no might. Way. Yeah. But, well, mine mine doesn't about? have mine doesn't have the ears. Mine is the orange one. Okay, well, I don't know about that one. Yeah. Uh, there's a whole bunch I could say about them. Right. But um, thinking back, I tutor. Tutor ABC, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. The interview they gave me and the respect that Isabella gave me to be me mm -hmm. and show what I can do. Mm -hmm. I will always be grateful for her. Yeah. Because my one thing, especially now with some of the jobs I have, I know what I'm capable of doing. Mm -hmm. I know what I, I have. I just need a fair chance. Yeah. And she gave me a fair chance and I started working. And boy, it was amazing. You know, so I'll never forget. Basically, the, we've probably had a little bit of a similar experience. Mm -hmm. um, I started two and a half years ago, almost three okay. years ago with iTutor Group. And I had already started with VIP Kid and okay. really enjoyed the work. And switching to iTutor Group, there was definitely some changes. I had only been doing one on one students, and all of a sudden, I was not only going. Um, you know, sometimes one-on-one -on -one with kids, but sometimes one-on-six yeah. with adults. So one teacher, six clients, and mm -hmm. there's a learning curve for that. Um, with VIP Kid, we always have the kids on camera. With iTreated Group, that's optional. And so you have to, kind of like you did <laughs> yeah. with Cambly, you have to get used to listening. And it's kind of like being more in a conference call. Sometimes it'd be two kids and one teacher. Um mm -hmm. But I just was like, oh my goodness, this company is wonderful. And I actually took away the hours that I was dedicating to my other company and gave them to iTutor Group. And so now we've kind of come full circle. So let's keep going. So, so it was 2018, right? Yep. 
Good to be. Okay, yep. so about the same time. I'm saying three years as a roundup. <laughs> I'm about three months away from my three years. So three months. Yeah, away, I think so. I started like technically July-ish. Okay, yeah, I started June. Mm-hmm. Um, I interviewed in well, June. I think it was May. I think I, yeah, I think I started May, but I, it was like late May mm-hmm. and the first whatever. I drug my feet. On the, <laughs> I, I drug my feet on the whole um, the onboarding Starting. process because it took a while to pass yeah. the um, the IT. They wanted to like remote access to my computer and fix some things, oh, and okay. um, you know you have to get the backdrop just right and the lighting just right. Um, I think all of that was oh, correct. I, I got my banner and everything that required their logo to be up on the back of my wall, <laughs> and that yeah, that's another thing that changed recently. <laughs> Yes, keep, that did change keep going. <laughs> We're trying to be nice <laughs> but, here, um, but I mean, it has been a wild roller coaster mm-hmm. of a ride. It, it has, because all and my whole thing is, I would just tell it like it is. Yeah, like Aaron Neville said, "Tell it like it is." <laughs> Where's my bear? I knew you'd See, start I singing. I feel bad because I had to put him away. <laughs> yeah, and this is Bill. I will always keep Bill. Don't change. It's a little teddy bear. No, what? I'll always keep him because he was the first thing I got for iTutor. Mm. And it's sort of, it's sort of a sentimental thing. So even though I'm not working with them, it's like, I can't get rid of him. Yeah. Because he reminds me of the good times and he needs a haircut. He needs a lot. (laughs) He's old. But um, the good times were good. They really were. And the money was good. It, the hours were good. The hours were was. flexible. The cancellations they were weren't. good. So just for um, full disclosure here, I have recruited in the past for a tutor group, and I mm-hmm. and I interviewed people, and I really loved that. But currently, with the circ- current circumstances, I'm it's not sure not when it. that's going to happen. If it's going to ever happen again, just because they have, um, they've changed a few things and. It, you know, I have a lot of love in my heart for the clients and the company and how it's helped provide for our family the last couple of years, but we're definitely on a rough patch right now. Mm-hmm. To say the least. Yeah. But, you know, truth is the truth. And they were, I can never deny. Like I said, for, for Isabella and Nikki and Shimona helping me get on. And let me show my skills. That's something I'll always appreciate because that's, I'm always competitive. <laughs> so, like even now, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to start teaching. <laughs> Go for it. Three years, like that was my original goal. You notice that was three years ago. Mm. The reason why I stopped, or reason why I haven't taught yet, is because the money was so good with iTutor. Yeah. But now that I move forward, it's because of what I've done with iTutor that I've shown my ability to connect with people, my ability to teach, yeah. educate, my ability to roll with the punches. Yeah. That's something that I'm taking into now. And some local ISDs, they um let's just say some of them are really good, some of them are bad. But I'm glad the one I'm with now, they're giving me a chance to show myself. And I'm gonna rock with them as much as so I can. are you doing the other one what are you doing with this yeah, school district? the other one for right now i'm substituting and hopefully in the fall i just need to get my certificate mm-hmm. basically uh and that that costs money yep <laughs> that's another problem with our tutor uh so you take a lot of money from me and yeah <laughs> this we'll get there but um 
I'm basically on that path. And it's like, okay, I'm teaching in the fall full time, but now I'm going to be like a substitute mm -hmm. and do ESL mm -hmm. and do tutoring on the side and all of that good stuff. So that's the plan. When I yeah. was substitute teaching way back when, um, oh gosh, mid 2000s. Um, and then I did a little bit here too, but for about four and a half years, I was a substitute teacher and I loved teaching the ESL students, um, mm -hmm. probably, especially the elementary students. And I felt like there was something really special with those kids. It's a little different. And I don't know if I've already gone over this before, um, on the podcast, but it's a little different when you're teaching a student who is living in their own home, in their own country and learning English as mm -hmm. a second language, uh, kind of for mm -hmm. school, for academics, for, you know, opportunities yeah. in the future. Um, but it's not as here mm -hmm. and now for those kids as it is for the kids who have already come and have been basically thrown into uh, a new culture and a new language. And um, sometimes yeah. these kids are translating for their parents. Um, I've seen it happen where, I mean, <laughs> relaying important information that shouldn't have to happen. But I think those kids mm -hmm. really take that responsibility um, I just felt like they were my, my most sincerely eager students, if that makes sense. When I would substitute teach, that yeah, does. they were just my sweethearts. I loved subbing, subbing for like art and the music and the things that I had studied in my undergrad. But those ESL students really, you know, pricked my heart, I think. And that's one reason why I ended up doing this for a few years. Okay. Well, I'll say, well, one thing too with iTutor is you have a variety of different students. So learning how to navigate certain types of students here and there, and especially the ages. I've taught a three-year-old. She was so cute. <laughs> she is so cute. And I've taught an 80-year-old man who was so awesome. Mm -hmm. And he loved to just yeah. talk. That wide range was really Oh, good. yeah. So, it would almost be like whiplash sometimes because you'd have like a three-year-old preschooler and then it'd be like a doctor, you know, some 70-year-old doctor who's just trying to. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, like, I hear what you're saying. Like, you know, you've got people in the mainland and people out on the islands and, uh, you know, there's definitely different culture coming from different cities even, um, the bigger metropolitan areas uh -huh. and um, and the more remote areas. Definitely you, you see it all. So uh -huh. I hear you. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. What else? <laughs> but we got to ask, I know some people are thinking now, where did it go wrong? <laughs> you know, like that. And it's like, well, as Stevie Wonder, everybody loves Stevie Wonder. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> no. Stevie Wonder has a song called Rocket Love. I love this song. And he he says, you took me riding in a rocket and gave me a start. But at a half a mile from heaven, you dropped me back down to this cold, cold world. I would not do that, do it all. You took me riding in a rocket. Okay. <laughs> but um, that's sort of what happened with our tutor. Everything was great. The money was great. The flexibility was amazing. The students were great for the most part, or at least the opportunity to build regulars. I remember, too, in my uh, training, I heard one guy said, oh, you probably won't have regulars. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. But I do. I had so many students I connected with, and the money yeah. was great. I made good money. I know I was yeah. going to make money. But money is why we work. Now, in a perfect world, like Star Trek, where there's no money and we all work to wherever, 
I would do yeah. this forever. I wouldn't care because everything is taken care of. But Star Trek is not real. I wish it were because I want to travel across space, but it's not. So we need money. We have to acquire currency for our bills, for the things we want to do. I want to travel to Brazil. I want to travel to Ghana. I want to travel to Kenya. I want to travel to Japan. I need yeah. money to do this. So iTutor was great for that until it wasn't. And it happened rather suddenly for some people. It was a little bit more gradual. Um, when they were doing new contracts with new people, they came in on a different contract than probably you and I did. But the difference with um, I trade a group from the other company mm -hmm. that I work for is that everyone's contracts were different. Like if you got hired at such and such time, you maybe were being paid um, by the hour. And another one is you're basically, you know, a little bit by the hour, but then a whole bunch based on ratings. Mm -hmm. And like it was all over the place. And we weren't really allowed mm -hmm. to discuss our contracts like i can say that i was yeah. on a fixed contract where i used to <laughs> used Me to too. you we always mm -hmm. got paid the same and we didn't have to stress about those ratings where other people were stressed exactly. about the ratings but they could get paid more than we could and so there was like always this yeah. um you know never quite sure um, but the mm -hmm. hours were reliable for me. I actually, like you said, you yes, didn't teach were. for the school district because you had a reliable income with these people. And I had a few opportunities come up that I basically turned down because I was like, I'm really happy with where I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. And one thing too, another thing, Shimona, shout out to Shimona. She gave me this idea. But in the in the golden days of iTutor, you could book almost any hour yeah. at all. So that's how I started working so yeah. many hours. Peak hours are great, of course. You want to work Chinese nights and you want yeah. to work weekends. But I would work afternoons here. I would yeah. work nights yep. and evenings here. That's how you have such a wide range of it. And I even posted about this on Facebook to a lot of people. It was like, try out some different hours. Don't every, If everyone's trying to do the mm -hmm. one hour... Then, you know, you know, I learned a trick about that though. But somewhere along because the way, I, I the very first week or two that I started, mm -hmm. I thought, oh, maybe I can just teach while my kids are at school. That'd be awesome. And it never filled. And so I was like, oh, maybe that's just the lucky people who, mm -hmm. you know, have been doing this for years and years and years. What I found out, someone told me, he said, try it for two weeks in a row. Open up those hours, whether or not you're going to get booked, mm -hmm. uh, you know, get those hours filled and wait and see. Sure enough, like the it's almost as like they were waiting to see if we were going to mm -hmm. be consistent. And when I opened it up the second week, boom, they were full. And I was talking to people in the states. I was talking to people in Russia and Europe. So a lot of exactly. these families are from China. Yep, <laughs> in other places. Um, we're having to be careful. There's 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 a lot of reasons to be careful. But anyways, because technically I am still <laughs> I am still working for this company, um, and so I still have to be careful. Anyhow, um, all of a sudden I found out that there were people that were waking up and taking class at one o'clock in the morning or waking up at four o'clock in the morning, I guess, staying up. It was like mm -hmm. 2 a.m. for some guy. And I was like, so it's 2 a.m. where you live? What do you, what, what kind of, what do you do for work? In college and he's students. like, oh, I'm yeah. a YouTuber. They're like a lot of college students. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you, you have so many students so from around. The world, and there's lots yeah. of students. Think about it. They're based in what China? That's yeah. a billion people. That's a lot of just people. There. And those people have yeah. relatives and so on and yeah. so forth. So the money was good and the, the bookings were great. But somewhere along the way, the bookings started to get fidgety. I think that's the biggest part to me, though. 
Because I'm going to get to the money, and that's an yeah. insult. That's beyond a slap in the face. But bookings should not dry up like that. So well, quick. a lot of people and... have had a change in employment mm -hmm. worldwide. And so I, yeah. I feel like it didn't really affect mm -hmm. me um, with my ESL teaching until more like May. So with the pandemic, when it started in, for them, the end of January, mm -hmm. February, for us, March, April, I didn't actually have any reduction mm -hmm. in income until May, June of 2020. Okay. Um, that's when it started to hurt. I didn't until. What's that? I didn't until. I don't think I didn't until. Oh, lucky January. duck. It was just, it was, it was, it was less, well, but it. There yeah. was a reduction. It, yeah, there was a reduction, but it wasn't. It didn't get bad until basically mm -hmm. this month because like bookings, I understand mm -hmm. the pandemic. We all understand that. So I couldn't just go to bat with them and be like, yeah. how dare you? Cause it happened to all of us. Yeah. Whatever. I'm not here to point fingers yeah. at anybody before the pandemic. Cause there's no proverb. I think it's um, East African, but it says if you point the finger, have three yeah. back at you. So yeah. when you start pointing fingers, blah blah blah. But that's not it because getting going from a hundred percent bookings to eighty percent, I yep. still could pay my bills, especially with mm -hmm. the money they paid. Going from a hundred percent one month to ten percent the next month with no mm -hmm. rhyme or reason, it's like, wait, what? Yeah, what just happened? And this is something I know I could talk about because it might affect some of you all. But some of y'all, who am I talking about? Y'all. You're, you're in Texas. From Texas. <laughs> y'all. Y'all love the Cowboys. But um, no, um, they fired pretty much every non-native speaker. Yes. And we had a lot. And that's bad. My heart went out to right. all those people. Uh, especially some of the ones I know. I'm like, that's cool. So that's one of the things. But it's that understandable. They... I don't justify it. I'm not saying it's good. Not at all. I think it's bad. But when the pandemic happens and you have to get rid of people, I'm like, wow. I don't agree with yeah. what you did. But you did it. I don't agree with that. So for anybody who's non-native, don't say I'm, don't think I'm saying this in the sense of, oh man, I don't care. Like I do. But I do understand if they were going to get rid of someone, that might have been them first. Yeah, it was really unfortunate. But, but you don't do that yeah. as quick as they did. You don't fire people and say, okay, mm -hmm. you have seven days. Like, what? You know, you got to let people build up. So that's the pattern of starting notice. There were a few states. But because people... first they were, um, well, and part of it, and I have to give this back to, uh, or I have to say this in, in defense of all of these companies, um, the rules got really strict mm -hmm. with mainland China about a year ago or so. And oh, so I forgot that, that wasn't yes, the company's decision. They required everyone to have a specific mm -hmm. kind of degree and a very specific kind of certification. And that put a lot of people yeah. under the gun to finish their bachelor's degree, um, to get their, you know, TESOL or TEFL or something like that. Mm -hmm. TOEFL, all the different. <laughs> yeah. Um, so 
that was like the first weeding out and then it was the non-native speakers and then mm-hmm. um you know they were just letting mm-hmm. people go for lots of reasons or not letting people pass the interview process because they didn't have the lighting just right so i feel like yeah. it has been going on quietly mm-hmm. for some time it has but it's like i said i'm not once again i'm not justifying it i'm yeah. just saying i understand because it's like well I understand where they came from, but I wish they would have done it more on merit. Yeah, yeah. Because there are some native speakers who aren't good teachers. Yeah. I'm not going to say their names because I honestly don't know them. But it's, it happens. And of course, you have some non native speakers yeah. who are great teachers. Uh, but um, that's one of those things that's like, okay, if you must do this, I don't agree with you, but I understand. Now it's us left. That's native speakers. So why am I not getting bookings when my ratings are very high? Consistently top 10%. <laughs> yeah. Well, the weird thing though is this is, it doesn't even make sense sometimes because there's, okay, first of all, there are so many companies. You know, iTutor Group was one of the very mm-hmm. first ESL companies that they've really have had longevity. They've been around for over 20 years. Some of these are newer pop-ups that have just started in the last, you know, three, eight years or something like that, two years. Even now, mm-hmm. um, I think people are still trying to start these companies. And so the competition is incredibly crazy for the families to choose which company they're going to go with. And a lot of times people are going for the lowest rates. Mm-hmm. Some people start to get worried that, okay, I am a very experienced teacher. I've been doing this for, you know, three years or I've had a thousand classes or I've had 10,000 mm-hmm. classes or something. I mean, some people have been doing this literally full time and beyond for, you know, uh, some people have been around yeah. for 15 years. And then they start to make more money. Sometimes there's a raise involved with teaching so many classes. And so then people start to say, wait a minute, are they only keeping the people who make, or are they only giving the classes to the people who make the least amount of money? So there's been that question. Now here's, yeah, but here's another one. You're saying, we're talking about our, this company, I treat a group has let go of a lot of the non-native speakers where another company, the other one that mm-hmm. I work for is, all of a sudden hiring non-native speakers or people from other countries that wouldn't normally have um, met their original mm-hmm. criteria. In the beginning, a VIP could only would hire people from the States and Canada. You could live anywhere, but you had to have that North American accent yeah, yeah, and yeah. eligible to work mm-hmm. in the States where I tutor group. Here's another thing that they did that was, we were talking about the contracts being different. One of the reasons the pay was different for a lot of people was depending on where you lived. So the cost of living in one country might be different. It doesn't matter what city you lived in. They didn't care. But people in the U.S. got such and such pay. And people in South Africa, like your friends probably, mm-hmm. got different pay sure versus did. the people who were and who knows where. Yeah, yes, very different. Very different pay. That bothered me. But, um, yeah, that's one of those things that it's... When when you got rid of all the other people, you got rid of the waves of people who didn't have a bachelor's degree. Then you got rid of the rid of the waves of people who didn't get their certification, the TEFL, the TESL, Chipotafel, whatever you know, Toy Toblerone. <laughs> now you're whatever. making me hungry. <laughs> but um, <laughs> they got rid of them. Then they got rid of the native speakers, and that was like. Whew. But I'm still left. So priority is people who have the highest ratings, right? Americans, that's me. I went, I have, and then 
people who favored you. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of favorites at all kinds of hours. So where did all of my students go? They said, and this is when I should have known better. I was thinking about this today and it was one of those like, you know, you, you think about something and you're like, and another thing. I was looking at all my paychecks. You know what were some of my biggest months were? February and March. You know why? What happens in February in China? Or late January? Something, some kind of wow. festival, some kind of... Oh yeah, New Year. Chinese, the two biggest moments, two biggest times a year. Summer, because of course kids are out of school. Mm -hmm. Chinese New Year. So, we've been hearing all these past three years. Chinese New Year, you, you might get a bonus. I understand why they couldn't right. do that because of COVID. But you're going to get so many students. We have too many students. We mm -hmm. need teachers. But why am I waking up to Yeah, meaning no students. Yes, Yellow means you have mm -hmm. a class booked, not mm -hmm. scheduled. Yeah. Uh, that always bothers me how they mix those up. But that means you have classes. And green means you just have a slot. You have to wait at least an hour or, or until an hour is up before you get there. But I went. And some days you just, it's not the luck of the draw and whatever. If it happened one day, Oh, I can okay. sleep in. <laughs> I like it, but I'm Exactly. I'll go back to sleep a minute or I'll watch whatever or read whatever. Two days, it's like, huh? Mm -hmm. But a whole week. Then two weeks. And this doesn't happen to a lot of people, but not me. And I, I rationalized it, and this is my fault. I rationalized it because my ratings are always good. If you remember from Facebook, I made a post very recently. That was probably my breaking point about how I'm still standing, I quoted Antoine Fisher, because I love that movie. But um, I forgot I worked with this company. I forgot I had a class. And I checked at the last minute, and I logged in in six minutes. And I'm the, I killed it, because I know who I am. Okay, I know how great of a teacher I am. I didn't check my ratings. I don't have to check my ratings. But out of curiosity... Just to prove my point, I did. All tens. Wow. All of my students in the class were like, oh, this teacher is so great. I want him again. And that hurts now because I quit. But um, also, there's a whole bunch of other stuff. But my point is, if my ratings are stellar and they've been getting better and better, why am I not getting these classes with my favorites? At least give me my favorites. I could count. 10 students who yeah. I know want to see me easily. And that's 10. And that's not even kids and adults. If I separate them, then I can start naming wow. a whole bunch more. And I've seen, kids, you know, I've had students, I'm like, well, I haven't seen you in so long. And I'm like, I wish I could, but yeah. it's only one me. And, <laughs> Someone else gave you, you know, the bunch. So yeah. where are these? Where are these other people? Where are these students that I'm missing? So... That, that that bothered me. And then something else happened. I guess it, this is the part where I would teach a rhetorical question since I'm in teaching mode and thinking. That's what I sometimes do with my students. And they're like, rhetorical, yeah. But um, what is one thing that will make anyone quit a job 
no matter how much they love it. <laughs> Take away their money? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. There is something, and this is for anyone who works with iTutor. I'm sure they know. Not like the teachers, but the staff, the faculty, the principal in this proverbial iTutor school. But the powers that be, you cannot ask people to, to take less money than they had before. This doesn't work. It never works. Even in situations where it has worked because you think that it might work, it always leads to a rebellion always does when people are used to a lifestyle that they have earned we're not benefactors of some rich parents we are people who've acquired and developed our skills to the point to where we can perform and provide a great service that this company is giving to their clientele We've earned this money. It is not entitlement because that word has dirty denotations and connotations, really. Entitlement can be a bad thing, but we are people who have earned this pay. You say you're going to pay us this much money. That money was good. I, I made a little bit less for adult classes for 45 minute classes but it was still worth my time because it was only two dollars less see mine was the same okay so, so no matter probably the same. no matter if i taught kids or adults a group class a single class mm -hmm. or a demo class i got paid the same Ooh. all the time unless i earned an extra bonus okay. for recruiting somebody uh or um helping uh, uh bring in a new student okay but, yeah. So we're, there was a different level of fixed pay then. My fixed pay was like this. I made a base rate for a certain type of class. Um, for a 25-minute class, it was a certain amount. Plus, I would get, you know, 50 sessions. I mm -hmm. would get a dollar mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. for every session and attendance bonus. Yep. It's funny how they got rid of the attendance bonus, what I hate it. Because <sighs> I, I, I always made it. I needed yep. that money. Yeah. And I, I became to rely on it. So mm -hmm. I never canceled. That was another thing. Yeah. I don't cancel. Yeah. I barely, the only times I canceled was times where I was sick yeah. or there was a, a mishap with the computer, but I was on top of that. I also um, almost never canceled. I almost always got that attention. Mm -hmm. you, if you teach 50 sessions in that month, you basically get a dollar for every single class mm -hmm. on top of um, the fifth. So start, as soon as you hit 50 classes, you earn the extra $50 and then every class gets an extra exactly. dollar. So if you taught 150 mm -hmm. classes in a month, you get $150, which I lost one time. The very last class of the very last day of the month in August, like a year ago, um, something wouldn't load correctly. And I um, it was the very last class of the mm -hmm. month. I lost $150. Yep. Well, let's very let's, frustrating. Let's move on a little bit. Like we can we can get to the big thing. So they sent us an email and they said good teacher or some whatever, you know, whatever they say in their emails, mm -hmm. um, we're going to offer you another contract. If you would like to accept this, you know, click here. And every single time we come in to teach, it would actually appear on our screen and be like, sign the contract. Do you want this new contract? And we'd be like, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. Cause we could see that it would make us less money. And then one day we got the exactly. email. <laughs> do you want to do it? 
And it, it basically said, there was an email that just said, this invitation is mandatory. So if you do not, if you do not sign this contract now, then your job ends in two weeks. And that's the day that we were all like, oh, they did that. They really, because when we agreed to our contract, as long as we didn't change our contract, we were able to keep our terms forever. And so I never had to change. If we wanted to change our contract for some reason, you would lose the benefits of your original yeah. one. And we were like, no, I'm going to keep this good one that I got. Yeah. So that's but when, is that's, that when you made you know, your decision? That's up to our discretion. Yeah. Well, it, it kind of, it, it's tough to say because it was the point of no return. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. It was, you know, sometimes when you're in a bad situation, there's a straw that breaks the camel's back. Yeah. But before then, that was the moment where you say, I'm, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I, even, even in relationships before, I've had a girlfriend before where I told myself, I'm going to break up with this girl. I can't do this. And once that thought but enters your mind. you still, <laughs> when the thought enters, you're like, but I want to see what, I, I, I want to make this work. But I don't think she will. Or you have a friend who was doing something bad and you say, hey, we got to get this fixed. Mm -hmm. If we can't get it fixed, it's over. I can't be friends with you anymore. That thought entered my mind when it said mandatory. I was already looking for extra places of employment because I got green. And you say, what did she say? If you teach 50 sessions in a month or more, you get a dollar for every session. That is a bonus that is good to get. I made that every month except the first simply because I didn't work as many hours. Mm -hmm. This month, I didn't get that. You got it and every month? hours. Out of three years? Well, 50 sessions. Yeah. 50 sessions. Teaching 50 sessions is easy. Yeah. Because I, I started adding up more and I started, I, I quit Cambly. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can come back to Cambly and I, I do that from time to time, but I was like, I'm going to put everything in this because is that, but I can get 50 sessions by like the end of the first week, like the middle of week two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe not the first week unless yeah. it's really good. Like during summer or, or during Chinese new year season, yeah. I would do yeah. that, but now I don't. I was doing no, no have that. I was doing ten hours in a row sometimes on the weekends on my Friday nights and Saturday nights. Um, I would get twenty hours mm -hmm. in two days. I would load up. I would do. I, I got to the point where I would do twenty five, and some some weeks thirty. Yep. But I would do everything like Monday, Tuesday, take off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Yeah. There was actually and, uh, about. Well, I had to work Sunday. There were seven months. At one point, but, there was a time that I worked seven months without taking a day off. Cause I was working between two companies and I was mm -hmm. working about 40 hours between the two companies, but I would do five hours Monday through Friday in the morning from like okay. 2 AM to 7 AM. And then I would do the other 20 on my weekend. And that I hit, I hit a moment of burnout that was never taken a day off for seven mm -hmm. months is not advisable. And yeah. it's, it's unhealthy. It's not so where are you going now? So you basically, did you sign the contract or not? That was the thing. I said, good. I can't teach adult classes anymore because I make less. The insult was they dropped me $4, no, $5 mm -hmm. less on my adult. Mine too. 
classes. Well, my kid classes would have been a little bit less. Mm -hmm. But I said, okay, I love you, I tutor. I want to make this work. But in my mind, I'm saying, okay, this I'm I'm over the edge. I'm not going to marry you, but I still want to make this work the best I can. The straw that broke the camel's back, though, that was almost it. But I signed a contract. But what made me say, I'm not doing this, was looking at my paycheck. Mm-hmm. We get paid on the 10th of every month. More or less. And I have, well, yeah, basically. I have bills, of course. I just moved, mm-hmm. so I have more bills mm-hmm. move, related to moving. Mm-hmm having to scramble and pick up other jobs and do other things and really have to dip into a whole bunch of other stuff, go beyond savings was a big deal. I made $1,100 less this month than I did the month before. That hurts, especially when you're trying to get a security deposit or all those things. But now you already take away, you've taken away my ability to make money because you're not giving me classes. And then... You offer me a lower contract that I'm forced to sign. And then. And looking at that. <laughs> and then when I looked at my paycheck, it's something I forgot. If you don't make $500, that's how little money I made last month. If you didn't make five, I, I, I've recovered, by the way, doing other things. But if you don't make $500, they charge you. What? They charge you a fee. Is it your bank? Yeah. Is it your bank or iTutor group for the transfer? They charge you a fee if you do not make $500. Oh, man. I've probably had that a lot of times because I've really reduced my hours with them in the last few months. Mm-hmm. So the other so thing is that... If you don't make 500 They also... Seeing that, I was like, so let me get this straight. If, even if I work five hours, I calculated it in my head. I'm still losing money. And I wouldn't be making the same amount of money. And you know what I saw? Normally on Friday nights, that's always children. Mm-hmm. They gave me an adult yep. class, I had a, a group feeling. class. And I said, I don't know if I could say this here, because I don't know if your audience is sensitive to it. But it's two words that you say before you quit anything. I don't know that's what you're saying, say. so just go ahead and say it. <laughs> oh. Well, like Ghostface Killer said in Wu-Tang, that. I'm done. Yeah. I quit. Got it. This is what I did. Right when I was going to go quit, you know how they show you how many days you've worked with them? At the, and they're like senior consultant, this many classes. I saw it was like 997 days. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm going to uh, cancel all my classes until I get to 1,000. And that's what I did. <laughs> so on 1,000 day, when I see 1,000 days, I sent in oh. a request. I don't know if they've answered it yet, but I said, look, I'm closing my account. So you decided to do 1,000 days. Exactly. But I wasn't going to teach because mom, well, it is, but I, it's like, I don't want to be right. unfair to my students. And that's what hurt doing this hurt. It really did because one student I had, the first student, I hadn't seen him in months. This dude is smart. I, I always, I teach every student to elevate them. But when I get a smart student, I challenge myself to be better and teach them things right. nobody else would. I've been doing this with him. 
and he was happy to see me again. I was happy to see him. I have him on my schedule tomorrow and the next day, but push came to shove and I won't see him anymore. Did you cancel the classes? I won't see. Yeah, I did. There's another student too. I'm not going to say her name, but she's talented, but unmotivated. She plays games during class and I don't know why she (laughs) still gets me, but I'm like, I'm not going to work here because it's, it's, it's Mm -hmm. costing me money. I could do something else. Right. So the other thing that happened when we signed this contract is that it was, um, how do you say it? Retroactive. So I think I signed it. I can't remember the day that they said sign it or don't. Maybe it was around the seventh or so, but they said this goes into effect on the first Mm -hmm. of the month. And so basically when people signed the contract, it changed Mm -hmm. the payment that they had already earned and it made it less. That Mm -hmm. was, that was the part that like I told uh, Elton before we started um, recording is that a piece of me died that day that I signed my contract. So I love the students and I'm kind of hopeful. Now this is, this is a kind of gray area, but I'm in some ways I'm like, maybe I can see this through for a few more months while I'm getting on my feet. You know, I'm starting the, yes, I work from home program. Um, <laughs> I'm starting the, yes, I work from home stuff. And trying to, you know, ramp this up into something that actually Mm -hmm. there will be some paid elements. Um, I am still teaching with this other company. I'm hanging on by a thread with, you know, five hours a week is the minimum that I'm committed to right now um, with a tutor group. And I'm I'm a little bit hopeful that maybe, maybe with the pandemic clearing up that students will start to come back. Maybe um this sounds terrible but like now that a lot of people have chosen not to stay maybe that means that those of us that have stayed will still have something which when i left mayo clinic a few years ago i left first um they gave us the opportunity to leave it was a separation package um kind of like severance but it was a voluntary separation and i was like you know what i already got this esl gig i'm gonna go ahead and say see you all in hopes that the people who remained would have more work and it ended up that those people and most of them ended up leaving anyway. Eventually they got let go, but they had more time. And I already had this side gig that I turned into mm-hmm. my full-time gig for two and a half, three mm-hmm. years. But, oh my goodness, it's it's all the feelings this week. And I won't lie. I sat on the couch with my husband and I was like, this is a big deal. And when I saw that you, he, um, Elton posted a picture of himself <laughs> putting his polo shirt, which is like the um, standard shirt that we all wear uh, is required uh, into mm-hmm. the trash. Did you actually throw it, a, throw it away? No, it's like a souvenir. Well, I did. Well, okay. The trash was clean, by the way. I just changed the trash. And um, <laughs> I guess I'm giving away something. This is something you probably, everybody who knows me probably would say, oh, of course you would do that. Um, I'm a big oh. Spider-Man fan, and one of the most famous Spider-Man stories is where he quit being Spider-Man, and he threw his costume in the garbage. It's like, uh, in, in his, he does that. He's like, I'm Spider-Man no more. Oh. So I was like, what can I do that's similar to that? And I put it in the clean trash. I just changed the trash. But I probably will actually throw this away. But then I thought, oh, wait, I'm going to take a picture with it because I'm this is a 3x i wear a large now so oh. since i lost so much weight i'm just holding on it's to like it. a before and after but i'm not yeah no yeah. i have when i, do that, then I, I have like away. seven or eight 
like because you know i don't always keep up on all of my uh, laundry so i've got one here i've got like three there i've got some in the mm -hmm. probably one hanging off by uh, the see. bed and a couple in the laundry i would always just wash you this. just had one see <laughs> i was worried that it would be like i had one and i, would I was worried that it'd be like wet in the washing machine because since i've been working these crazy hours for three years i would fall asleep you know, on the couch, on the floor. One time I fell asleep by the garbage can in the kitchen. And like, what if I had to get up to teach? And I was like, oh no, my, I mean, I guess I could have taught with a wet shirt. Nobody would know, right? <laughs> <laughs> they probably would. Yeah. I mean, we do it all. But no, it's, it's, uh, I thought about burning it, but I was like, no, nah, it's going to smell. Because if you burn clothes, it doesn't smell <laughs> good. Um, but no, I'm, I I I really was gonna do that, but then I was like, well, symbolic yeah. gesture, but also Spider Man. It, That's you know what? Reference. It was three good years. It was a few months that were a little rough, but overall, I I mean, mm -hmm. I'm still here. I I don't know if this will be if I'll stick around for several months, shorter or longer. I don't know. Kind of like the rest of the pandemic. I literally don't know if my kids are gonna be going to school next year or if they'll be doing online school or if they will be doing homeschooling with us again. I feel like one of the things that we've learned about going through the pandemic is just having to be flexible and not always knowing mm -hmm. exactly what the future holds. Exactly. But did you already have this thing with Varsity Tutors in place or is this brand new for you? Yes, I did. Is this a work from home thing or do you I have did, to go in person? It is. You can okay. do both with Varsity Tutors. Uh, one thing with Varsity Tutors, like they're filling in a good gap. Ideally, with iTutor, because this was the year I was going to do it anyway. I need, like, I make good money with iTutor, but I don't have health care. I don't have pension. I'm tired of having to take off the, you know, I want holidays yeah. off so I can see my yeah. family. Being a teacher, I get all that and and, and then more. But, um, <clears throat> no, with iTutor, my goal was to come back in summer and winter and just teach. But they mm -hmm. messed that up, so that's not going to happen. Um Varsity Tutors, though, it fills in a good gap. And Cambly, I always had. I took some classes on Cambly. Uh, it's just the problem is the pay is mm -hmm. so low compared to iTutor. And Cambly is not... problem with Cambly, you don't know if you're going to make that 10 20 an hour. Because if you say, I'm going to work this hour, you only get paid when you talk to someone. Everybody gets paid the same. They let you know up front it's 10 20 No matter what country you're in, that's why I say it's a good side gig. It's easy. It's just. Do you need whatever. to be like available? Tutors, I get paid more. Do you need to be like available on a computer? Like, can they see you, or is it just a phone call? Yeah, they can see you. They they can. They <laughs> one thing too with Kimberly, I will say, women sometimes get harassed by dude to flash themselves. I thought that they. Um, I thought that the um, countries mostly. I thought that the people on the other end had their cameras off. Is it a two way video? They're starting to do that now because too many people do that. It's two-way video, but uh, some people, what they do is you get like 15 minutes or five minutes free when you sign up. Uh, they'll do that and they mess with some of the tutors or they'll say something. Like I've had people say racist mm -hmm. stuff or call and do nothing. That's like a downside, but yeah. it's it's a good side gig. And it's I've made some great friends from Canada. Oh, good. I, I don't have anything bad to say. Um, some tutors... Mm -hmm. Some students, I don't, I don't have much bad to say about them. They just don't pay as much. Um, varsity tutors pays more. I have more flexibility in terms of um, what I can teach. I teach public speaking. That's always been my forte. 
Um, I teach and I just said math, all this other stuff, math, English writing, ESL. So I'm teaching English to students. I'm tutoring mm-hmm. now. That's the whole thing. Like I'm tutoring rather than teaching, but it's some of the same things. It's, so I have a question. Yeah. I have always had it. two companies. Well, I had VIP kid by itself for six months and then I was told to diversify to make sure you don't have all your eggs in one basket. Mm -hmm. And so even though my Mm -hmm. heart was uh, swelling with a treated group for so long, I just, you know, it's like, if you have to pick a favorite, I don't want to have a favorite because, you know, they both are wonderful in their own way. Mm -hmm. Honestly, there are benefits to, you know, more than one company and there's pros and cons. There's things that I loved and I didn't love about both companies that I worked for, but I always wanted to have both just in case something went sour with one then I could at least switch and have something over. Mm-hmm. Did you have, you had Cambly. Did you have varsity tutors at the same time or when, what was the timeline for that? I started varsity tutors. I'm going to say this month. Okay. It was the last month. No, it was February. It was February. See, I'm, I'm mixing. Cause I started looking into that. Cambly has always been my backup. I know I always knew I can go to Cambly if I yeah. need to. Uh, um, but um, I picked up varsity tutors because I was like, well, Cambly's not a full, like, you, you can only pay so much with Cambly, you know, whereas other stuff, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do a substitute teaching gig. That's my main gig okay. now until I, and that's going to stop yep. in the summer. So, uh, what I'm, uh, varsity tutors and also out school is what I'm starting. Yep. I hear great things about out school. I just haven't taught my yeah. first class. You, you I got hear, hired. I'm still in the waiting process. Okay. It should be quick. They hired Good. me fast. Varsity tutors hired me fast too. Like <laughs> I sent in my uh, resume and all that. And then uh, they were like, well, we got to give you a background check. It might take seven days. And like two minutes later, I got no that email. Way. <laughs> Out school did the same thing. Out school is the same way. I was like, okay, I need to do a, a sample class or whatever, What blah, blah, blah. And then they were like, okay, you're good. I was like, oh, okay. So I just need to set up my class. I just haven't had time. Um, and I, I need to plan it because I've been teaching varsity yeah. tutors. I have some regulars. Varsity tutors, if you do sign up with them, I will help you. There's not much There's not much in a way online of help. They don't help you at all. They just kind of throw you in the oh. fire. And what they don't tell you is you, you, you get what they call instant tutor opportunities. Like on my phone, might have been one now. But no, like I I have it linked up to my phone. I have it linked up to my email. They'll send you a message, but you got to get on it quick because you have 15 seconds to see what the student needs and join. But every person in the world is doing this. So if you are teaching something, if you are tutoring in a subject that everyone else is doing, you're not going to get that many students. But when you spread it around a bit, and you get that first student, it rolls downhill. So now that's how I've built up so much because I don't have any ratings. Now I do. And they send opportunities saying, well, this person needs a tutor. They need this, they need that. Do you think so? But everybody has a chance. So it's a mad dash. Knowing the right times to mad dash, the weekends, night times, is good because you get paid twice a week with varsity. Twice a week? So if you need help, Twice a week, Tuesdays and Fridays. Wow. So if you need, like, cash right now. And so it's almost like a fastest thing situation. Whoever is, like, 
mm-hmm. ready to teach, like right now. <laughs> there. But it depends. Also, depends on subject. One of the two students I had, um, they have all kinds of histories. They have all kinds of writing. My student sent out a feeler saying that she needed help with a college history essay. But there aren't many people teaching college mm. history, so yeah. Oh, really? Then another person needed ESL. Another person needed public speaking. So being able to teach like first grade mm-hmm. math, first second grade math. Blah blah blah. It helps you get more opportunities. They also have stuff like art, yeah, um, music. Yeah. Well, I think even just substitute teaching actually really helps you to become versatile and maybe a little bit more confident. Now, there are a few Mm -hmm. subjects that I uh, there was when I was teaching back in Minnesota. uh, There was a young man in our church that I uh, I had known him since he was born. Um, Well, he was like in eighth grade when I was substitute teaching and. And I knew that he was mm-hmm. going to be in the class that I was going to have the next day. And I was like, don't you dare mm-hmm. let anyone <laughs> know that I have no idea what's happening because you probably know more about the subjects that uh, I do. But I just have to pretend like I am, you know, in charge. Mm-hmm. And Well, I am in charge, but like, you know, hopefully mm-hmm. the lesson plans are good enough that I can just be like, here, watch this video or no. Yeah. Honestly, I was able to hold my own <laughs> with a lot of things as long as there was some sort of lesson plan. I mean, there's usually like a teacher guide and you could usually just kind of like preview the script really quick and, mm-hmm. and just do it. But I was definitely on my feet, you know, like literally um, just winging it a lot of times. And that came in well, that came in very school. handy for so, I tutor group. Oh, I did too. I was um, in yeah. the high school a lot. And that's when I was sometimes a little bit like. There you go. That's yeah. I was. Um, when you just like, they drive you insane. And, like, and I tutor group would do that sometimes to us too. They would change the lesson at the very last second. And so um, I got, to, Some of I got to the point where, yeah, it's true. I got to the point sometimes where, you know, well, maybe they put a lesson in while I was already teaching. And I basically like logged in and just had to start mm-hmm. teaching it. And I'm like eyeballing the slides mm-hmm. on one you know in one browser and like just teaching it in the other one yeah but if you ask the right questions mm-hmm. and you get other people to speak you really can still drive the conversation even though it's something yeah. that you're not familiar with it's a skill exactly but you know what i'm gonna do i, I just thought of something um i had an idea talking to nikki and she doesn't know she inspired this as if she's even watching but um because she mentioned she doesn't even like tutoring her own mm-hmm. kids and I was telling about varsity tutors. Problem with varsity tutors is they pay the tutors much less than they take. People oh, I believe that. Money. I mean, isn't that true with like every one company? Of my, one of my students. Yeah, but like to a crazy mm. degree. One of my students said, I paid $3,000 to varsity tutors. I'm like, for real? Could gave me oh, that wow. Money. That must have been um, a big package. But I always had this idea to teach the teachers, mm-hmm. you know, to guide people who teach mm-hmm. ESL. But then I kind of branched and I was like, you know, a lot of y'all have kids that y'all don't want to talk to, <laughs> that you will pay money to get rid of, but tutor. So one of the thoughts I have, and this is like today, but people who have kids who are struggling, I'm a bit of a jack of all trades with everything. I graduated magna, I should have brought my magna cum laude, it's up there. <laughs> but I was magna cum laude for a reason. And that's how I'm getting all these varsity tutors. So if you have children who are struggling with something, and it's not trigonometry because I never took that. Same. <laughs> Same. I also didn't take it. I stopped. 
I didn't take calculus or trigonometry. But no, if you have students, if you have kids and you need time, I'm like, well, I'll start tutoring them and I'll give you a hookup. Are you talking like on the side, like this. independent? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so if you're thinking okay. about branching out on your own, what would that look like for you? My goal was to teach mm -hmm. public speaking. I've always had this idea the past 10, 15 years to say, okay, I want to independently teach people and then kind of build that into something. I had an idea and it's still in my head called the Rising yeah. Lion Society. I still kind of want it, but I don't know. But anyways, if I did, what I would do, there are a few places. There's Zoom, of course, Facebook, mm -hmm. Skype. There's also in-person. Varsity tutors, you can meet with students in person. Oh, wow. If you want to, uh, if they're local. Yeah, so like they, you get their phone number, they get yours, and they call and say, this is mm -hmm. what I want, blah, blah, blah. Um, some of the parents but are I know people that <laughs> but, um, independently, like out of their home. Yeah. So like contracting, yeah, that's with what the company I would do. versus, you know, getting that cash directly. Obviously you'd have to find your own students. And that's kind of one of the things I have a, um, I have, I have exactly. a friend, but my massage therapist, um, I have some physical therapy issues and I've been, uh, being seen more regularly, which is not part of the long-term plan. But he was telling me that one of the reasons that he works for, uh, massage envy is that they book him they okay. they find the clients they fill his schedule mm -hmm. he doesn't have to think about it he can do his work yeah. he can enjoy his clients and his regulars mm -hmm. but then he goes home at the end of the day they take care of all the overhead yeah so obviously you take a different cut you know when you're uh employed versus on your own yeah that's the that's the downside and that's one thing i one of the reasons i got into teaching was out of sales because i used to right? be in marketing and sales then I was in IT, but uh, in sales, referrals are everything. But um, like for me, I, w I was great at getting referrals, but sometimes you're a little bit too likable and nice that it's easy Aww. to let you down. Whereas in teaching, it's the reverse. Like in sales, it's like, well, he'll be okay. He's always mm. smiling. Like, <laughs> like, hell, I need that okay. money. <laughs> Whereas in teaching, I'm, I'm okay. So with teaching referrals works a little bit better. So that's kind of what I would do. Without but, school, sorry, um, now again, that's another platform, but a lot of people are, I mean, I, I ended up joining a few mm -hmm. groups recently that are um, basically for teachers who are just trying to get started and they will give their class for a dollar mm -hmm. or even free sometimes to build up their client base to uh, get some ratings, to get some people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if you have, say, a class that could be eight to 10 students and you already have eight, but you want to uh, sell it out, you can give away, I, mean, I, mm -hmm. I don't think you can give them for free, but you could sell it for a dollar or discount or refund or something, a portion of whatever that fee would be for someone um, yeah. to be able to show that you can fill a class. And that looks good when people see that thing that says, this class has sold out 10 times mm. in the past it's that scarcity thing mm -hmm. um and you can know that not it's kind of like airplane tickets not everybody paid the same price for that class or that seat um but exactly. the thing about yeah. school and some of these other companies i don't want to be i mean i'm not teaching them with them yet but um if you know that they're going to take a 30 percent cut you can put your price up the extra 30 percent mm -hmm. so with itutor group we were we were paid a fixed rate yeah. You can say, well, my goal is to make, you know, some people are making $100 an hour. 
um, no joke. Like if they have a very popular subject, there's a few that where people um, will just answer questions. Like if a student is saying, hey, or if a family is saying, hey, we want a class on this topic, is anyone teaching it? Or hey, we need more classes for the teens. Um, who's got some? You can just say, hey, I've got one. You might love it. Come check me out. I'll see you on Monday or something like that. It doesn't have to be that you offer a discount every time, but it could be a way to um, get those ratings and those reviews that you need at the very beginning to be established. So, mm -hmm. well, hey, um, okay. It's kind of like varsity tutors too. Okay, good to know. Well, I'll have to keep that in mind if I uh, have to go different directions. But we need to wrap this up. Um, I'd like to ask people if they have any advice that they would mm -hmm. share with people who are starting to work from home for the first time or who are considering it. Do you have any ideas? Yes. As you said, as April said, since I'm talking to the audience now, you don't want to just have one nest egg. You don't want to put all your eggs in one bag. ESL yeah. is very volatile right now because we've mentioned iTutor, but she didn't mention you said it was um, mm -hmm. VIP Kid, right? Isn't VIP we are Kid also going, going through something, something right, right now? now? It's been kind of a sucky year. Um, it, it's, it happened a little differently, um, but we had a little, it wasn't necessarily a pay mm -hmm. cut. It was actually, there was a pay structure change and yeah, most people lost money there. It was different. It wasn't as, um, automatic. It was portrayed with a little bit more, um, forewarning, but, um, but eventually uh, everyone got rolled over to this new thing. It was just more gradual. It was hard. Mm -hmm. There are other companies too, like I mean, there's GoGo Kids, Say ABC, Dada. I'm sure ABC, a lot of them are going through it. Around. Yeah, um, Magic Ears, Magic Ears, and Wales mm -hmm. English are sort of popping yeah. up now as the alternatives. Hopefully, that works with you. Um, we all have different experiences, and I'm going to leave it at that in terms of one of those two companies. But whatever you do. If you get hired by Wales English tomorrow, I don't know anything about them. I haven't, I haven't applied. That answers that question, by the way. Um, <laughs> if you get hired by Wales English t tomorrow, and they and you look at your contract that you sign and you say this is good money, I can make good money. Do that, yeah. but have a backup plan. Whatever backup plan you have, make it reasonable to something you can do. And make sure it's flexible because if one company gives you flexibility, the other company gives you good security. So you can say, oh, I, I'll do this. Now, working from home, you get used to it unless you can't simmer down. If you're starting to work from home, treat it like any other job. You know, when I'm working, I'm not done. My door's closed. My phone is off. I'm sitting here. I'm working. I have... Um, the right type of attire, the right type of mentality, but you, you know, feel as though, Hey, this is work of yeah. course. And let other, I mean, it's different that. for everybody. Cause but I mean, I think it has privilege. to do with personality. Like if you struggle with structure, then yes, you might does. need to put some structure in for yourself. If you work for a company that provides that structure, exactly. you might enjoy some of the benefits that you have of being a little bit more relaxed at home. So you know, you say that, but the last guy said something different, you know? So like it's, I hear both and mm -hmm. it just depends on like the nature of your work and your personality and some of your habits. Yeah. 
it depends on what you do. And since public speaking has become my, my forte and one thing I look into, you are speaking publicly. You, the, you still have to learn how to control a crowd. You can't be too scared to reprimand people or you can't be mm-hmm. too scared to control the room. Yeah. It's just a different room. And if you end up teaching a lot of classes like I did, this is when I'm going to teach the teachers. Hire what? me. I'll guide you. But basically notice that you are in control and maintain that, but keep yourself in control. So control yourself and control everything around you. One of the things that I think a lot of people who teach ESL have experienced is um, you hear it from the people who were long-term classroom teachers. They, they were like, I was teaching for 20 years and I started to teach online and oh my goodness, it's like a different world. They weren't prepared. They don't know how to be on camera. They don't know how to build rapport with a person on the other side of the camera. They don't know how to handle it when someone mm-hmm. brings an iPad to the bathroom, which happens, by the way. Um, there's sometimes <laughs> protocols in place for what to do if that happens. But I've seen things that I um, had to report and say, you need to not show that video. <laughs> you need to remove that video from the from the internet. Um, so that it can go the other way. So those of us who have gotten accustomed to teaching online and also the teachers who maybe just started their first year of teaching and had to do it remotely, remotely, when you come into the classroom next year, if they haven't, you know, already been in the classroom this year, uh, there's a learning curve again to, you know, especially if all these kids have been away from the class for a year and they're seeing their friends for the first time. Oh my goodness. You know, now there's a different kind of crowd control. So it can go both ways. Yes, again, but also there's nothing to it but to do it. One of the big problems is it's easy to say I'll do it later. Or, I'll I'll start. I'll open some hours tomorrow. Just yeah. rip the bandaid off and get into it, and then everything will roll downhill. Because that's that's important. You don't want to say, oh well, I could do this tomorrow. Yeah, or just, if you struggle with motivation, tweet. Um, put yourself now. into a job. It can be a home at, at home job that does have regular business hours or set, you know, um, limits because like for me with my personality, when I was in maternity leave with my three kids, I always thought, Oh, I'll, I'll work. Well, if no one's putting a gun to my head, I'm not going to (laughs) work. So so it's one thing to be motivated, you know, but sometimes it's good to be in a place where you're structured. Like with a tutor group, they required so many hours a week and then you could do bonus on top of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was very but, good. Anyway. Exactly. So having we sure, having that, was, we sure talked about yeah, a lot of things anyway. today. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry that yes, it turned out this way for you. And I think for all of us that have, you know, kind of weathered the storm. I know it's, it's not, not. it's so just, far. it's a sad time. And I know that this is kind of like a, yeah. a, a tricky, a tricky thing to navigate. I know you just moved. So best of luck to you as you are traversing new waters and um you know what you. sometimes when you have an unexpected job change it's it's pushing you now to to think about that certificate yeah, now it does. so it i hope does. that you find your way there exactly. so that you can meet your next goals mm-hmm. ain't nothing to it thank to you it. elton i i knew that you'd <laughs> sing today when i when i brought you in that's all i could think is your smile yeah, yeah. and your singing because <laughs> I know that's what that was really a big part of your classroom was just <laughs> and actually I think about you a lot of times because I break into song yes. now after I heard you talk about that I do it and I think they like it 
most of them. Mm-hmm. And that's, yep. I do it well, all the time. Well, that's something I'm taking yeah, away yeah. from my time with you is I sing a lot more in the classroom than I did before. <laughs> so thank you for that. All it right, works. shall we? Unless true. you can't sing. True, true. <laughs> yes. All right. We shall say goodbye. Sounds good. You can make a, now. what is it, barbecue in the oven? Well, it's, yeah, it's, um, it's ribs, country style ribs. It's simple though. It's not real. Barbecued ribs, but it's not on the grill yet. But you made, you made it in your oven. Yet, your house yet. smells, or your home smells delicious. Yeah. I bet. It smells good. It does smell good. Well, this is April Malone with Elton Curtis, and this has been Yes, I Work From Home. See you next time.